Hello, friends. Okay. Welcome to yet another episode <laughs> of the Kitty Confessions Podcast. We are drinking Twisted Teas and Strawberry Ritas. Okay. It is Friendsgiving. And we're here to just pop our shit. I'm Brandy. Hold on. I'm Elise. <laughs> I'm Elise. We're going to have some commentary from somebody throughout this episode. Would from you like two to, somebodies. From I'm two sure somebodies. He might pop in too. Would you two somebodies like to say anonymous or would you like to say your names? I mean, it really makes no difference to me. Uh, I'm, I'm Casey. I'm just here to, you know what I mean? Just drop my opinion here and there. Another anonymous, anonymous. <laughs> commentator. Would you like to introduce yourself from clear across the room? I see Wiener. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Um, yeah, we're just snowballing here. We're a little bit buzz. Okay, we're going to get it started. Um, Elise, I don't know what we're talking about. We're going to... Oh, shit. Okay. We let's talk about Thailand. Oh, yeah. So, bet I'm going to Thailand in a couple days for three whole weeks by myself. It's by herself. Great. A solo trip. She's going to have a great time. Are you going to play with the elephants? I do plan on going to see some elephants. I love elephants. You're going to take pictures, right? In video. That was our action sign. You're yes. going to take pictures and videos, right, of the elephants? Yeah, I'm going to take a shit ton of pictures and video. I'm thinking about vlogging the whole fucking experience. Let's talk about Thailand for a second. She's 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 going, all right, and she just found out a new piece of information about Thailand. Tell us what that information is. Sex toys are illegal in Thailand. Very illegal. And you know what's so traumatizing, so depressing about this whole thing? I specifically went out to find a portable sex toy to take with me. Something toy. that was small. I actually didn't get the rose toy. Oh, you didn't try the rose toy? I got the womanizer. What is that? It's basically like the rose toy, but it doesn't have the suction. It's just like air pulses. But basically, the sales lady scared the shit out of me and said that you can fuck up your nerves if you because of the suction. I believe that to be true with the if rose you, toy. If you pull it away too fast, I believe you can that actually to be tr- fuck up your nerve. Let me tell you something. There's no reason as to why the rose toy is that strong. I believe that I you could definitely <laughs> fuck up your nerves <laughs> if so, you use it too much. I got the womanizer, nonetheless. It basically feels the same. Like, I tested out all of them. I just really went to do it. I got the womanizer for safety reasons. And it really wasn't that big of a price difference. That thing is amazing. I don't know why it took so long to get one, but either way. What does it look I like? It. I'll show you later. Okay. Um, so what's the penalty if you get caught with sex toys in Thailand? Um, so they could confiscate it and throw it away, which would also be very sad because I spent money for it. And, and the sex toys are expensive. Yeah. And then you can also go to jail. How long, though? Three years. Yeah, don't be Brittany Griner 2.0. Or you can get... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you could go to jail for three years for master for using a sex toy? Yep. It's just a nut. Well, apparently it goes against Thai culture. What's their culture? <laughs> no <laughs> masturbation with sex toys? Actually, it's actually funny because they're known for their red light district. Right. Like lady boys and stuff like that. Right. So it's hilarious. And that, sex clubs. They have sex clubs in yes. Thailand. So it's hilarious that it's illegal when they literally have, they thrive off of the industry of sex. Like that is a big portion of their tourism. I, be, I just feel like it's not very effective because it's like. Oh no, from what I read, they sell sex toys on the street. That's what I'm saying. I, like how would you get caught with that? Like somebody would literally have to be like, she got a sex toy in her room. And who does? At that point, you a fucking op. I think my biggest concern and why I'm probably not going to bring it is the two things. I don't want it to get confiscated while... Because I think the biggest thing is most people come in and they get it confiscated and thrown out. That's the biggest like thing. when you're going through like TSA. When you're going through customs and stuff. So I just don't want to lose it. 
So I guess I'm going to be masturbating the old-fashioned way for the next three weeks. Fingers. Sounds like you would be just buying it once you get there. That's what it sounds like. And then throwing it away at the end. Yeah, you buy them off the street. So you mean to tell me that sex toys in Thailand's, Thailand um, correlates? It's like it's the same as drugs in the 80s? Like people were yes. buying this shit off the street because yes. it's illegal? Yeah. But they have like vendors on the street. I, I looked it up and I was reading it. It was something like they make like three billion some odd dollars off of their illegal sex trade. Or, like, sex industry. Did they ever, like, when you looked it up, did they ever say why sex toys were banned in Thailand? It's because of their culture. They say that they're, it's a, but that's like, Thai is, Thailand and Thai people are, the nature of the country is conservative, but their tourism and their industry is not. So it doesn't make sense for this to be illegal. But that's why they won't repeal the law, is because the Thai, Thailand is naturally conservative. So how enforced is this? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you know? Like, I don't think anybody is really going to jail for having, like, a fucking dildo in their book bag. From what I read, I don't think that anybody really is going to jail either. It's more of, like, the sale and stuff. But even then, they're not. people aren't going to jail. Because there's vendors on the street who do it in broad daylight. Right. The biggest thing, I think they just, like, if they see you with it, they just take it away. I don't think it's happily It's not. Enforced. Nobody's really getting yeah. arrested for having a sex no. toy. No. But it'd be just my luck. Yeah, again, don't take the risk. Brittany Brown is serving seven, uh, serving seven years, and they're that not. Is, that is insane, by the way. Yeah, that she's serving that amount of you time. You know, they lost her. They don't know where the fuck she's at. Yeah, they re- they what moved her. They moved her to another place to serve a sentence. And they don't, and they don't know where, where the, she's at. No, they don't know where the fuck she's at. Isn't they she have like, an idea, but it's like they can't accurately say where she's at because they could move her from there after that. What the fuck? Isn't she like in Russia or something? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't know where the fuck she's at. Nope. And she got she got that much time for like what like a hash pen or like a weed yeah, pen. Yeah, it was or a weed pen. That's so dumb. What was that in the background? I don't think she thought that like I wouldn't have brought it, but like I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But I don't. I also don't think she thought that like the consequences. <laughs> no, she knew. I mean, I mean, we're gonna be real. I mean, she's also an athlete and she's getting paid very well. Bless you, uh, triple time. Thank you. I don't think she really thought about. That's true, but seven Russia years is so excessive. Oh, how, how, they're just doing it to uh, make an example out of her. Well, they don't it's, like it's the U.S. But she plays for a basketball team there, so it, I, I guess yeah, this would hurt you kind of yeah. your. I don't know, like, if I were to play basketball, I would have no, no, like, desire to go and play basketball out in Russia, ever. So, their team is pretty much going to be pretty much uh, devoid of any talent, probably for the next 10, 15 years. Damn. But, I don't think they're doing that in Thailand, though. So, you're not going to get it. So, random I don't update. Think okay, go ahead. Our order is on the way. We ordered some chicken. <laughs> And it is now on the way, so. Is there mac and cheese here? No. So what else is illegal in Thailand? If sex toys are illegal, like what no, else? No, that's like one of the biggest things. Everything else is kind of just like normal shit. Because they have sex clubs in Thailand. They have lady boys. They have a thriving sex industry. Like, they get, like, like I said, they get like something like $3 billion off of tourism for sex. Or sex tourism. They that make is, a shit ton of money. That Their is, economy is literally built on it. But that's why it doesn't make sense to me as to why, like, sex toys are illegal. A hypocritical nation with hypocritical laws? Oh, I could I could never imagine that. 
Right? <laughs> With that being said. Oh my god. We're dropping chairs in the back. This is this episode is all over the place. Okay, with that being said, Thailand is hypocritical. They have hypocritical laws. If you go to Thailand, just don't bring sex toys. Just buy them off the street. And then throw it away before you get on the and plane. Throw it away before you get off the plane. Buy a you nice little bullet. Sanitize it before you use it. That's what I was about to say. Like the, the sex toys we sell on the street. Are- well, I would hope that everyone has enough common sense, but nowadays I shouldn't assume that. Yeah, you should. You should definitely. Uh, Sanitize it. I don't think I'll, I'll probably just have to DIY it. That's what I'm, I'm. That's what I'm doing. I'm not. I mean, it's probably the safest. Like we're just using the good old one two. Speaking of masturbation, let's talk about it. Um. <laughs> mm, that transition. How does everybody so... masturbate here? Do you master? Do you um masturbate? Do you penetrate yourself during masturbation? No, I do not. It's you just do the, the DJ turntable yep. some ones and twos. Absolutely. What about you, Casey? Are you do just... I penetrate myself? No, I do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't do it. No, but do you, do you use toys? Uh, I have in the past, yeah. What kind of toys do you like to use? I mean, pretty much it's kind of common now. Pocket pussies are just like everywhere with that. I mean, you know. But for the most part, you're just using good old Yeah, the hand. Palmisha. Yeah, it's just it's a lot less work than just, you know, because you have definitely have to keep up maintenance on them. You have to clean them up every, every time. Like, as soon as you finish, don't just let that sit there. Have so you ever seen like the little like suction cup one? Hey yo, there was one it on Twitter work. that does like I had to, a. I well use the it. one the one oh I I don't know because there was one that was suction cup in the shower. That you don't know if you used work. it. No, I'm saying I don't know what this one is. <laughs> so, oh, I'm talking but about you that have, one. No, I had one that had a suction cup that's supposed to sit. Uh, and like, you used it uh, in the shower. It doesn't work. It doesn't like because of all the condensation and the vapor water vapors. It does not stick. Hmm. Like one that has like a suction cup that you can just put on the wall. Oh, so oh. then you can, like, stroke yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, they have those? I yeah. didn't know that existed. Me no, either. That exists, yeah. So you just put, like, a little something-something on the wall, make it stick, and you just go to town? Mm-hmm. So it's like a dildo. I mean, it's not like a dildo, but it's like the dildos that we can stick on the wall. Yeah, they and have. can fuck. Okay. They have some that are, like, literally, like, it's like, um, some cheeks, and you just spread them open, and there's, like, a little hole, and you just stroke it. Have you ever seen one of those? Are you talking about those like are the? Expensive. Are you talking about like the little? It's literally like the mold of yeah. like. Yeah, I've had one of those. Uh, so I had one that has like a little torso, and then I had one that was like a just like the pussy, but that one wasn't even. Re- it wasn't really good because it was just like I don't know if it was just the way that they made it or what it is. It's just like I don't know. Just the ones that are like the ones that you the pocket ones probably work the best, and then you have the ones that are like the bodies are like kind of just sit uh, kind of like trying to be like the the life dolls those are probably the best but anywhere in between but it's like the i got one that was really cheap so you've had one with like the torso and the cheeks yeah but they make them so small and it's very weird it's a weird feeling because it's like i feel like this is almost like a child obviously the 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 ass and 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 the the pussy are not child size but because it's so small Small. it's like this big it i know you all can't see this but it's basically (laughs) like let's say it's like eight to 12 inches it's not it's not that big so do you smack the ass when you're no that's that's i feel like you would have to really be into it it's really you're not just, that into it no it's grab just a little waist part and just or spread the if it was it. probably bigger but as small as that as small as those things are like the ones that are affordable where it's like maybe 150 200 instead of if you're really going to be doing all of what you're talking about you're spending at least two thousand twenty five hundred three thousand dollars and and those, I mean, you know they did those rounds on the memes where people were saying, like, oh, if these is the new real-life dolls, uh, women might be obsolete. Like, those, yeah. 
Probably I could what? see someone doing something. Like oh that. yeah, there's like a show on Netflix that goes over the whole life doll thing and like the production, manufacturing, like everything. Would you ever get one? A doll? Yeah. <laughs> it depends on my financial situation. And more than likely So if you had let's say you, you know, let's say you just had money to just blow. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you can go. Oh, I was going to say. I knew you'd be more interested in this than the, the topic suggested before. I'm like, as soon as we go into that, she's going to be like, hmm, I have some questions. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's just know. say you have money to blow mm-hmm. and you would get one. Why not? It's safe. It's okay. the most safest thing. You don't have to put it. I get. So this is the mixed thing. So you have to like the game and you have to like, I will say this. The biggest thing that's going to be a difference that no matter what you do, it is not a warm body. That is going to be the biggest thing that it just kind of like, you know. It's not the same in that sense. You have things that warm up that inside there, but your body maintains that heat. So the truth is the best kind of thing that you're going to get is an actual woman. There's always the whole aspect of sex. And I think that sex just kind of like when you're with someone who like you click when I have chemistry with it, just elevates everything completely. Right. Instead of just, you know, even if it's just like for some people it might just be sexual chemistry or things like that, like that's going to be way more interesting than these things. But these things are kind of like, Things that you can possibly use when it's just like, say, you go to the club, you, you have no success, anything like that. Jesus Christ. I mean, if you want to go that route, then yeah, it'll be good, something good like that. But like I said, it is definitely a lot of maintenance and things like that because there's different types. So you can get the one that has it already built in, like a built in um, vagina, oh or you can get God. one that's removable. And I would probably suggest any guy who's even curious about it, just get the removable because the thing is, the other one is going to be heavy. First off, it's going to be right, cause it's a, 90 to 100 it's pounds. It's a doll, like the makeup of an actual woman. It has also the skeletal structure of a human. So You know a lot about this shit. So it's just because it's like it's interesting. Like I, like I said, I would never... Like I said, if I had the money, maybe I'd get one. But the real truth is it's just one of those things where it's just like you see it and then you saw the meme, you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you just look deep and you're like, oh my God, this goes this goes deeper than I expected it to. Let me ask about it. Let me talk to you about this. And we're about to go down a rabbit hole. Because I see people talk about this on Twitter a lot. And it's like, um, it's just interesting to see. That was my food coming, by the way. If you guys heard a bag rattle. Um, how, like, like what sex toys it can actually do. And, like, I was reading something on Twitter. And people talk about, like, masturbating with, like, different toys. It's like the post-nut clarity hits you, like, very hard. What do you think the post-nut clarity would be like if you're literally fucking a dog? Well, this is probably why I don't own one. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things where it's just like, I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> no, like, I, like, it's like, I don't know. Cause, and that's one of the things that was going on. People were like, am I nasty enough? Or like, am I like that? Like, pressed enough to get like a pocket pussy? Or like a fucking like doll? I feel like pocket pussies are fine. A doll is like, damn, desperate times calls for desperate measures. Yeah, that's a lot. So, the thing with that, I I don't know at what point you would feel... Because, I mean, they had those little blow-up dolls back in the 90s. Like, people had those, and they were using those. So, this is just kind of like a... The evolution of it all? I don't even know if it's evolution because this is a more sophisticated, advanced, expensive version. Like, yeah. Evolution. Like, we started off with blow up dolls and now we have. Why did I whisper that nigga here? I mean, she wants some ketchup. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. What were we going to say though? Nine, in the 90s. Yeah, I'm just sitting here hungry. Everybody else is about to. Do you want some of this? I mean, and that's your food. I, I No, I it's do fine. Not I got two pieces. They're huge. I don't know what this other bag is. I think it might be Okay, amazing. whatever you don't want. Hey, I'll it take might it. might be fries. It might be fries. So as you can see, this is going to be a very informal episode. 
hope you guys are enjoying it so far. We hope you can hear the bags rattling. We hope you're hungry while you're listening to this. Hopefully we cut it out in post, but we probably won't. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm going to cut in, because I do have a question. Yeah. I know you guys are talking about something. I do have a question. So I find this interesting, because I feel like... You're not conservative as in politically conservative, but I feel like you're a bit more conservative in sex. Yeah. So it's interesting that, like, you use toys. Like, can you, like, elaborate on how, like, how toys are, like, why you're not conservative when it comes down to toys? Well, I'll say this with toys. Toys are experimental. Do I use them a lot? Probably not. The truth is, like, when you first get it, it's like, oh, shit, it's something new. I don't even know, like, you know, like as a child, you have a new toy. Like an actual action figure or you have a new game that you want to play. At first, it's like, oh, shit, this is way crazy. It's different, whatever. But then after a while, you're just like, well, my hands just work just as good as all of this stuff. You know, like, I mean, it's kind of better. It's kind of better if I want, like, the, the experience. But in reality, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. So it's just kind of like, which one do I want to do? Which one's going to be uh, more conducive to my experience but like i said is you also have cleanup so i guess it just kind of depends on how you are i'm i make sure that like those things stay clean and right. it's just kind of like as a guy what's generally going to happen is if you use it a lot or whatever cuz i don't know i don't know if this is true with women and then you could all correct me if i'm wrong like do y'all do y'all toys have a have like a, sh a shelf life or like a use life no i don't think so well, not really we just got to charge them when they die on you but it's not really like as long as you clean well, them properly and take you, care of them and maintain them. Yeah, but the only thing I'm thinking of is like, Ooh. from my experience, I do have older toys that's like, I don't really use as much anymore because I've been introduced into new toys. Mm -hmm. And when I go to those older toys, it's like the orgasm is not as intense. So I guess if you want to count that in, it's like, quote unquote, shelf life. Like, I'm not getting the same experience from each one. But as far as like it not like working anymore or something like that, that's not really... A problem, I don't think. I do think things that aren't silicone, because silicone is really good as far as, like, hygiene and cleansiness. If you're using, like, cast um, dildos or butt plugs and other types of materials, those do have shelf lives just because they hold bacteria. Bacteria, yeah. But if you're using silicone, I don't really think they have a self, like, a shelf life, like, a use-by date type situation. You just have to be mindful. Like, it has a battery in it. It's going to eventually crap out on you, but... Yeah. Not a necessarily actual shelf life. <laughs> well, this is why I'm going to say it probably has a shelf life. Because for women, it's all external, technically. Because it's just, it's a thing that comes out of you and then you clean it. With men, this is internal. So it's you can't just flip it inside out and then clean the whole thing. You're kind of cleaning it inside of it. Oh, I can see the difference. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, you know, after maybe... Especially with a pocket pussy. Yeah. So you're... Well, pocket pussy is... They have two sides to them. They have the top where you go in and then the external. So you can take it out. of Because it's basically, and it's like thing that's like a, a holder. And then you take it out of there. And then when you flush water through, it goes through the whole way. But still, it's always, I don't know. It's just always weird to me. I feel like you have like. You can't really get it clean, clean like how you want it. I feel like, yeah, I'm not going to get it clean, clean. Like they uh -huh. actually, they have a lot of spray and stuff. And you spray it in the top. But the thing is like. Can I spray it in the top that it's going to go all the way to the to bottom, the bottom yeah. or things like that? And stuff like that. Right. I guess if, if you don't, you know, if you don't come in them, I guess they probably have a longer shelf life. But, you know, with all these things, it's like, 
I ain't getting no bitch pregnant, so I mean, <laughs> why not just? I mean, it makes it. me think like the water bottles who have like the really small tops where you can't really get inside, inside of them. unless you mm-hmm. have like a water bottle cleaner. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna use that for like years. a little pipe I'm, thingy. Yeah, mm-hmm. a pipe cleaner. If you don't have a pipe cleaner, you're not gonna use that for long just because it's hard. You can't see inside of it to really see how clean is getting over an extended period of time. Because, like, there's multiple things with it. There's things that I think that women don't really have to deal with. Like, you also have to... So when you clean it, whatever, if water gets into somewhere, water itself is just holds bacteria if it's not fully dry or whatever. So it's just, like, there could be pockets inside of there where it just water holds. And then you also have the thing of... If you're going to keep the freshness of it, you actually have to use a powder. There's actually powder that comes with these... Because they're all silicone. So to keep the silicone fresh, you have to use the powder and whatnot, which means you have to use the powder inside of it and on the outside. So I just think that these things, if you have one and say you use it regularly, I think you got like maybe eight months, maybe a year, and then you probably want to buy another one. But they're they're expensive and they're, they're not that expensive, so you could do that. Now, when you're dealing with the doll, this is why I say like... You're paying $2,500 for this thing. Uh-huh. I don't... I, you have to be completely committed. I mean... I, I don't see, know if I can spend that much money for a toy. Toy. That's a lot of... T- like I, like you said, you would have to be fully committed. I mean, I don't want to make this, <laughs> this conversation get divulged into this, but... No, but if women's, like... But this is the truth. If right. women seek sex, it's a little bit easier. But men, they can strike out. So, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things Somebody where, don't want to fuck. Yeah. That's true. So that's very true. So, it's kind of like... Because I know in Japan, the birth rate is like decimated. And those people uh-huh. over there have these things. And they've had them probably for like the past 10, 15 years. So, question. How many sex toys do you own? Two. Okay. okay I was just wondering. Like, I read a lot about like, and I don't know if this is true. This is why I'm asking you because you are a man. And we need a man's opinion. So, like, people people talk a lot on Twitter. They're like, okay, I get horny, but then, like, I masturbate. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, I don't need anybody to come through after that. Like, I need to masturbate <laughs> and figure out, like, is this worth it? And then mm-hmm. afterwards, people are like, nah, it's not. So, it's like, I don't know what I'm about to ask you. <laughs> do you feel like that's the same Do you for feel you? like, yeah, this is the same for you? Like, do you feel like, okay, I'm going to masturbate, I'm going to be good. Like, I don't necessarily need a woman to come through, per se, like. I'd rather just rub one out instead of dealing with anything else, honestly. It depends. Because I think that, like I said, there's just so many aspects to a woman. It's just, you can't replace that. You can't Even, get the touch, the affection, the warmth. Yeah, you can't get all of that. Like, And also, she has her own autonomy and things that she does. Like, If I'm just like, I guess if I'm just like, soup, like if I'm just horny, I'm just like, uh, I just want to wanna fuck. Like, yeah, I would say that it's more that because, like she said, like I'm conservative because it's just kind of like I'm not trying to fuck everybody. I mean, I want to have like an actual I mean, connection with sense. somebody, you know. And I, but I mean, it doesn't to a lot of black men. I promise you, it doesn't. And then to them, they're like, no, the I fuck? understand that though. You don't like to have casual sex, really. Yeah, no. No, that's not. I don't think that's abnormal. I yeah, think you just like to have either. a connection with people. You actually care about getting to know somebody, basically, mm-hmm. and you actually want to like know them in a way. Yeah. Before you just have sex with them. Yeah. But even still, like, I, like you know me, like you know, back in the day, I didn't really have like any garbs about casual sex. But things that I feel like as I get older, like I don't necessarily think I have a desire to just have casual sex because the type of sex I want to have, I need to at least know who the fuck I'm fucking. And trust them, yeah. Because I want to have nasty sex. I can't do that with Go a stranger. All out. All to be real, I mean, even the time when you were just having casual sex, you were, I don't know. I'd say your vetting process is 
was still there was still oh, a vetting no, I process. I had a nice vetting process. Yeah, yeah you gotta so. go. You gotta go through a vetting process, honestly. <laughs> when you do have sex with people, you obviously put them through a vetting process. That way, when you finally have sex with them, you like, okay, I know I can trust you enough to do everything I want to do. You're not I, one of those people who don't kiss during sex, right? Hell no. What oh, the fuck? Great. Thank yeah, God. Fuck. We appreciate you. I just don't get why, like, <laughs> you're having sex with this person. You're already inside of them. Why? Why not kiss them? I mean, even if you have on a condom. The juices are, if she's wet. You're exchanging bodily fluids. You're still exchanging bodily fluids. I mean, yeah, but I understand some days they're like, well, technically, we still have, like, you know, a, a higher percentage of not getting anything as long as the condom doesn't break. So they're just kind of like, I'm not thinking no But that's never their concern. Yeah, uh-uh. It's pregnancy is their concern. Diseases are never the concern. Which I don't know why. That should be, like, the first thing. <laughs> my, well, my, see, for me, I would say probably my first is disease because it depends on what the disease is, but you, you'll never lose it if it's something that just sticks with you right. for the rest of your life. And then they, I, heard, I keep hearing something like, you know, like, 50% of the population has herpes. It's just like, what? Like, that's crazy. A lot of people are sick out here. It's crazy. So, that would be my first thing. Then having a child will be second. Which, no. just a disclaimer, there's nothing wrong with having STDs. Having an STD is perfectly fine. Make sure you disclose. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people who are out there who will still have sex with you if you have HIV or herpes, as long as you're getting a proper treatment. If you have proper treatment for HIV AIDS, you can go undetectable and untransmissible. Yep. So just make sure you communicate this with yes. your partners because so people have a choice. The power of choice. Disclose. <laughs> I'm gonna just be real. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know if I can speak for niggas or not. I know a number of women with herpes mm-hmm. who still have very thriving sex lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they look good, I mean, yeah, I guess niggas do not care. But like, if, you're, po- if you're taking your medication and taking care of yourself, it goes undetectable, like you're saying. You can't yeah, transmit it to anyone. Thing. Yeah, but you still have to disclose. Like, yeah. make sure no matter who you are, make sure you're disclosing, and don't feel like you can't have a thriving sex life just because you have a disease. Life doesn't stop at the disease. You just have to be more careful and more cognizant about what the fuck you're doing. And it's like, don't feel ashamed. Shit happens. Like, people make wrong choices all the time. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Maybe even be a spokesperson. Make other people aware of this shit. It happens. I guess it's just... But see, that's another reason why it's just like, I like to get to know the person. Because you... I mean, the truth is, you'll never know. Some If someone has AIDS... You'll never know. You'll never know. know. I know no. people who've been in relationships and they partner get them something. Like, it doesn't matter how much you know somebody, how long you've been with them. Like, some people just have shit. Because especially with something like herpes, it goes undetectable for so long. Like, it can go dormant. So, so, so do you all literally, so do you have all y'all sexual partners take a test to see what they have before y'all have sex with them? If we're fucking raw. I guess. I, I don't was, think there's nothing wrong with asking to see somebody's my chart. No, it's not. I don't, I don't think, think there's anything wrong with asking somebody to disclose their STD status. Because it's like... I want to have sex with you, but I want us to be safe. I have nothing. I would not feel oh, like offended or anything if somebody asked me to disclose my chart if I'm getting ready to have sex with them. Because it's like, it's all about being safe. Like, you don't want to put them in danger. You don't want them to uh, put you in danger. So it's like, I just think it's an open conversation that you need to have with sexual partners. Also, if you don't necessarily have somebody like go and get tested before you have raw sex with them. Like, just be aware of the risk. And yeah. like, make sure you go get tested after. after. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's not always the most practical thing to have somebody go get tested before you have sex. Like, that kind of ruins some of the vibe for it. But... There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't feel like shit about it. Mm? Like, my ex-boyfriend, first time we fucked wrong, I went and got tested right after. Same. Like, not that, like, I but didn't, didn't trust te- him. But you didn't test him before. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> This is the whole thing. You well, don't. I mean, you I mean, think about how sex occurs. Like, yeah. No, I know. You don't that's plan it. 
That, but that, see, that's why I was saying the whole thing about getting tested because I was really asking that question. I really oh, wasn't well, asking. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was asking like, because for most people, they just you know they get into the sexual situation and they have sex with them, and then they might check after. But the thing is, that's too late. Technically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. technically, you should be checking before. And I just wondered if you all checked before. But I think some things. I think you just need to do. You're going to have raw sex with somebody, regardless of if you're getting tested, getting them tested prior or not, you should be doing your due diligence. Right. So making sure that this is somebody you trust, you know their sexual history, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody their sexual history. Men most likely know if they have a disease or not, mainly because for us, we have an internal system. So the way our system works, we don't, we won't, we can go years without knowing that we have something like gonorrhea or chlamydia or something like that but mm-hmm. men generally know they get symptoms because they have an external system yes. so they'll burn they'll have discharge things like that things that we wouldn't necessarily have, notice right so with the exception of things like hiv and herpes because those things you don't necessarily know and to, to until you know, know. <laughs> <laughs> things like the main big diseases they generally know ahead of time so just having a conversation with your partner and understanding their sexual habits and things like that to feel like if you're safe or comfortable with having sex with them, we're all like, do your due diligence. There's nothing, you don't have to get everybody tested before you fuck them. I know, like I said before, it's impractical, but I think for everybody in the room, if you've ever had sex raw, you've done your due diligence and before you've had sex raw, you were at least comfortable Mm -hmm. with With that that partner and their history before you did that. Yeah, Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, um, this is why I say like, even if you... People look at me crazy when I say this, but I say it all the time. Even if you're not having sex on a consistent basis, you should still go get tested because there are some diseases who, that every are months, undetectable. Every six months. Yeah, that are undetectable. Like, you should still go get tested. Yeah. I don't think that's a weird conversation to have with somebody. I just think if you trust them enough. And if somebody get this is one of the things. Somebody get mad about you asking them about some shit like that. Do not have sex with them. That's what I'm about to say. If you don't, if somebody gets upset or you or feel offended. uncomfortable even uh-huh. asking them. You probably shouldn't be fucking anyways. Uh, I don't know who. Okay. I think that was mine and just put his hand in it. Just but yeah, so say. like, I don't know. Do you? How often do you get tested? Me? Mm-hmm. I haven't been tested in a while, but I mean, uh, probably like it would be a thing like probably every year and a half, two years, something like that. But I just don't have... Sex will end with like everybody, so that's yeah, where it's like. I guess if your sex your sex drive is like super active, like if you're having sex with a lot of people, I would probably get tested a yeah. lot more often. So the recommendation mm-hmm. is, if you're having regular sex with multiple partners, you should be getting tested every three months. And then if you're having you have a regular partner, you should get tested every six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even when I was in a full blown relationship, I still kept getting tested because you never know. Like I trust that person, mm-hmm. but it's also like you don't fucking know. <laughs> And that's why women, we often know ahead of time anyways because we have yearly gynecological exams. Mm-hmm. And generally, they do a full STD panel Screening, when yeah. they do it. Men don't, men don't naturally get that. So that's no, why yeah, it's just kind And I think that, you know, because I'll say this because I was even in a situation like this because it's just like you just, it's the fear of the unknown. It's just like, oh, I get tested and then I find out I have it. I think for some people, because I can see and understand this perspective. It's like if I don't know, then I'm not guilty. But if I know... Than I am, so and a lot of people are ashamed too. Yeah, yeah people will just be ashamed with that. With but it's also like it happens. Just take care of yourself, and if it's something you can go rid of, get rid of, then go get rid of that shit. 
take the necessary medication that you need or whatever you need to get done and be safe. <laughs> yeah, but I think that most men, if nothing is happening to them, like they're not having any discharge. They don't see any symptoms. Thing, they're yeah. just going to be like, I'm good. Like they're just going to think I'm, I'm good for the most part. But like you said, if it's like 50% of the people who have herpes, then it's it's kind of one of those things. Like I don't even know what the study is and how many people they've tested. But it's just kind of one of those things where you just look at it and you're just like, okay, well, these people have all been tested enough to know that because the thing is we really don't know because it's like you don't test everybody how many people actually have it people just don't get tested because it is a, there is a fear there it's just the the idea of when i do that what do i have <laughs> yeah what do i have and then like my whole life changes at that moment because then now i know it mm-hmm. legally i have to disclose that to everybody and if anything happens and someone catches something now i'm legally liable but if you don't know you're not legally liable of anything so kind of related but unrelated what kind of condoms do you use? <laughs> What's going on over there? I mean, it just really depends. Cause it doesn't I mean, depend. You don't use any condoms. You, you don't use fun. condoms, Casey? What? No, uh, I've used Magnum before. I've used, what is it, the Trojan? But you skin? Uh, yeah, what's the, the, what's, skin? the, what's the one? Lifestyles are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's lifestyles is another one. Yeah, yeah, but, but they're great for the they're vagina. great. Yeah, like non latex, anything like that. Like that's good for the vagina. Like magnums are very Garbage irritating. Bag, they wrap. please <laughs> chest a sandwich bag, a Ziploc sandwich bag, <laughs> extra large trash bag. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, no. wait, so, wait. so there's no condom shame. Lifestyles are amazing. Yeah. Trojan is horrible. No, nah, I hear that from all and women. Magnums. Trojan and magnums are horrible. They're just very but. irritating. They irritate the vagina. They smell like yeah. AutoZone. And a lot of like the additional features that they have for like their different kinds of condoms are literally male focused. They are horrible for the vagina. So you skin moving forward. All right. What are you like in the bedroom? What What's do you mean? going on? Like, how do we transition here? I spread my legs, and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What first? are we doing? You pleasing me, or you you focus on your nut? I think foreplay is very important, I think, for anybody. Because the thing is, I don't know. For me, getting me there, the foreplay is what gets you gets you to the point. Because I, I guess you could you could just go straight in and just be like, oh, I'm a fuck you missionary, you know, spread eagle. You know, they hit you with a couple doggy and then gonna have you ride me. Like, you could go straight to that. But, like, for me, it's just like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play with her. You kind of get her, like, kind of excited with it, too. So, you know, you gotta do, like, a lot of kissing, the touching. You know, starting, you know, play with the clit a little bit, you know, maybe insert a finger or two. Like, doing stuff like that is probably the... Yeah. I'd rather we both get something out of this experience. Because the thing is, like, if I just come in and I just get my nut, I don't know. For me, she got to come at least once or twice. Like, that for me is just kind of like, okay, you're, you're enjoying this at least. Like, you know, instead of it just being like, oh, it's just me and then you... You're just like, yeah, I didn't come at all. It's just like, did, well, then did you even enjoy this? Like, you know... Do you enjoy that or whatever? I know it's a side note, but someone that I work with said he don't do head. And I'm just like. We do not like men who don't give head. But you give head. Huh? You give head. Yeah. How? Sloppy. I prefer I prefer to be neat. Yeah. It just depends, though. It depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it really depends. What does it depend upon? The woman that I'm dealing with. Like oh, yeah, a, you don't like... So you're more so like just like intimate sex, somebody yeah. that you really know. Yeah. yeah Eye I contact? Prefer, 
Yeah, uh, just to make you know where it makes sense, not to be weird about it, but yeah. I do like eye contact. I, I think it's more of an intimate experience. I guess, like, if it's more casual, I guess less, because then it just depends on, because, like, how much do I know her? But I try not to do casual sex. That's just not me. That's and, fine. Like, the whole experience is kind of like, I don't know, I've done it before. It's just kind of like, it's whatever, to be honest. I know a lot of people who don't have um, casual sex. But honestly, and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, I feel like... And I'm not saying this is like the case every time a man has casual sex, but I feel like y'all don't be having good sex when y'all have casual sex because there's no kissing. There's no decent amount of foreplay. There's no mm-hmm. vagina eating. It's like y'all just slide. I'm not, I'm not saying you mm-hmm. do this, mm-hmm. but there's just sliding in and it's like, yeah, are you like, getting pleasure? Y'all don't care. Like casual sex, I think for men, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Casual sex for men and women, I think. Is very different. I think it is too. Because when I hear men talk about them casually fucking, it's like she said, they don't do anything. But women, like, or I can even speak for myself, like when I had casual sex, it was always more like, we're kissing, we're doing all of the things. Like, we're not, it's not just gonna be like, oh, you just about to slide up in me. So, do you think that's true? I think for men, it really depends, but this is what I'll say. For most men, there are two ways they go about it. I'm gonna get. I'm just. I'm gonna get my nut. I'm gonna have a good time and do whatever with her. Right. And then I'm never gonna see her again. Right. Or there's the one who I don't even know what to call them other than Olympic champions. Their, their their goal is to get gold medals. Like their whole point to get in there is just to be like, yeah, I'm gonna be the best you ever had. Right. And, and <laughs> like. Life. And then it's like, okay, well now you got it. But then I also understand that some men they have this rule that mm-hmm. if they're not really messing with the chick, they're not gonna get the best dick. They're not gonna. Do and that. that's what. That so I have a lot of guy friends and that's what a lot of my guy friends say. It's like if I if I like you or if like, you know I think you're at least like more likable than anybody else I would fuck with, I'm gonna give you some grade A penis. But there's women who they have sex with and they don't really like them all like that. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to go in and get my nut. And I'm like, why even have sex with that person if you're not even that like and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I have to be attracted to you to have sex with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be something like, oh, we're just having sex. Like I want us to both please each other. So I don't get why people just have sex with people they're not even attracted to or they don't even like a little bit. I'm not saying we have to like, oh, you got to be my crush or we're in love. But it's like, I gotta at least like being around you. Yeah. And want to be able to please That's you and vice versa. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have to like you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I've tried casual sex with someone I'm not attracted to. And I just learned that's not for me at all. Like, yeah, for some, but for that some, makes sense, though. But the thing is, like, for some people, like, because men just in general, like, I mean, I talk with a lot of black men. So black men is just like, at the end of the day, it's like, if they got some cheeks, they got, they got like a nice ass, you know, they got something that they can play with. Like, she can be whatever. What's going on? All right, so we do have a new guest here with us. If you would like to introduce yourself. Oh, hello. My name is... Anonymous. That's fine. Okay. Y'all probably works. got whiplash That's right fine. now because you're just like, whoa, whoa. whoa what, what just so happened? many people in the room. Okay. So we were talking about what and what happened? We were talking about men. They don't really give a fuck. They just want to bust they some cheeks. They want to warm home. That's it. Bust some cheeks. So for the sake of That's time. That's not what I said. Wide open. But, you know. For the sake of time, I would like to transition to another topic. Okay. Mixed people. What the fuck is going on? I don't know what's happening right now. I feel How like we should. How do you should've... guys feel about mixed people saying they're black? I agree. I, I mean, you are black. Yeah. Yeah, you are black. You got a black mama or daddy. 
But if we want a more interesting conversation, there are people that believe that these individuals are their own thing and that they aren't black and they aren't white. And the reason why this person believed it, I don't want to name drop them anything, I don't want to give them any kind of press or whatever. They basically said that mixed people aren't a part of the black community and they're not a part of the white community. They're their own thing. And she was very vehement about this because she basically was saying that like when it's people who claim it, they're basically going to slowly erase the race of African Americans in America. It's just going to be all mixed people. It's not actually going to be African Americans because I mean, African Americans are mixed. Like genetically, we're literally mixed. I mean, you don't count. We've seen your DNA results. I'm we mixed. are all no, on you're the... not. You're 99% Nigerian. 99. Nigga got 1% white hair. 65. Oh, Don't you're only 65? She said you was 99% that's, Nigerian. That's more than 50. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, so he was like 65% Nigerian, and then like the rest, he was still all of his shit. He was like 99% African. He had no white in him. At the end of the day, I'm mixed. Really? Nigga, and let's go. That's honestly, not how that works. But, but that's, sure. that's extremely rare for African Americans in general because generally... Because of the way the slave trade worked, we all are mixed with some form yeah, of white. But that nigga is not. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I can't. True to my. I can't say how whoever you talking about should feel because I'm not in that situation. Yeah. I don't know how someone who is of mixed race feels. I don't know. What I were they just, saying exactly? Like, well, this person isn't mixed. What's weird is she's light skin, has green eyes. So people are actually <laughs> she's assumed probably she's probably mixed. mixed. Yeah, she no, no, but she says she's not mixed. She's like her 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 mother is <laughs> French and African, and then her okay, father so is French. <laughs> but it's like I'm not mixed, but I'm French. No, no, no. Listen, listen. But it's like how you have your mother. She's mixed, but she's black. but she would still be mixed. Like, yeah, no, but she is. But the thing is, just because your mother, just because you're seventy five percent black. All right, let's make it. Let's make this disclaimer mixed. already, because I think this needs to just be said. If you exist, you're probably mixed. You probably have some form of other race within you. You are not just a purebred. That's just not how humans work. Because everybody technically came from Africa, so white people have some black in them, no matter what they want to say. Even Donald Trump. Even Donald Trump. Fuck <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga. He running down. again, yeah. but I don't want to talk about that anyway. I am a nigga. If, he if ever Donald said Trump that, stood in front of the CNN camera, I'd vote for him. Honestly, if he said something like that. No, but see, this is my this fellow is, Americans. I like to talk to you today. I but was see, talking to Melania earlier. I'm a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> you know you were both like. I don't know. Bonus of this man. I gotta, I, just, I gotta vote for him. He's bold as hell. I don't know though. I don't. I've seen that discourse go on on Twitter before, and I don't. I can't chime in on that. This, this is like, what I always say with that, that conversation. As a black man, if you are mixed, woman or male, or any of the others, any of the binaries, I would honestly say that if you have some black in you, I accept you as black. Doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, I feel like you black unless you get up on somewhere else and say otherwise. You'd be like, I'm, I don't identify as black. I'm like, all right, but they not black. White and your mom's black or vice versa. It doesn't matter. As you're black, it doesn't matter. I understand what you're saying. You're talking about the culture now, because if they have a black mother, that's how you identify the race, though. That's not really how you identify the it race. Is. The truth is, the reality is that white people will see anybody with black in them as black. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's, at, just, that's just called racism. At the, point. At the end of the day, yeah, but that's generally well, why everyone. Racism? Well, the truth is, if so, if let's say we have someone who is mixed, and like I said, me, I guess none of us are truly actually mixed, like having a white mother or white father or whatever. But this is what I would assume. 
that I when you when you go through life, you will find out that you're not. If you like to hang with white people, you will find out that you're not white. Because for whatever reason, I've have I've been friends with white people like all the time. White and people are right. <laughs> it depends, <laughs> and they are. White people are cool. No, white people are cool. But it just depends on the person. Back, if, it don't matter how cool or how down they are. If you peel back a few layers, they racist. This is what this I say. What with white guys, for whatever reason, they generally, it comes to race jokes. Don't know why. They do don't a lot of race why. jokes because they racist. And honestly, whenever, and if, if I ever make a joke, it's just because I'm trying to beat them to the punch because I ain't trying to let them just start it. Because when it's, they start, then it's weird. No, I wouldn't say they're uh, a white, a young white man. He's not racist. He's just, uh, he wants to be cool. Yeah, he but he'll, he'll, he'll definitely, he'll he'll definitely joke down. about stereotypes. He wouldn't be like, this is my black friend that I'm so comfortable with and we mm-hmm. have such a great relationship with that I can make racial jokes and is, so can he. And we're still is, best buds at the end of the day. The and truth, that shit pisses me off. The truth is, if you really talk about someone who's racist, most people aren't racist. They just have their own. Uh, they're uh, discriminatory. Why they're not are racist. fucking racist. racist. But see, racist. But if we look at that, it's like you believe you're racist superior than other. Now I would say this racism so has fun. changed over the years. This at is this something point, we get in an argument all the time about. I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Spade. Oh, and me and her argue about this all the time. That is proper. If you are a racist, you are a racist. You're racist. Period. We're gonna call you what you are. You're racist. Period. She likes to call them out. I actually true. You know who the most racist white folks are? Are the ones that be like, I voted for Obama and my wife is black. Oh, you racist as fuck. You're so racist. Like, you think you're down, but you're on the borderline of appropriation. Like, that'd be the ones that I'm like, if you just outright racist, okay, I know know what you are. But the ones who try to be down and they like, I'm with the black plight. No. The white girl. You're borderline appropriating us. The white girl with box braids and the edges to racist pipeline. Rachel. To be studied because. What's her name? Rachel Dolezal? Yeah. No, not Rachel Dolezal. I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. But like, just, you remember when we was at, um. Yeah, we talking about her? Mm-hmm. You remember that one girl we she seen She wanna be black. Um, I understand her. She just wants to be black. The club with the girl with the bad BBL. And there was a white girl. We there were in who, Vegas? No, we were downtown here. She had box braids? Box braids. I probably wasn't paying attention. I probably just, no, it probably just, just me. I probably did point it out to you, but now it's erased from my memory because it probably was so atrocious. It was bad. That... But white girls, I do need y'all to stop point. appropriating our culture and then turn around and marry white men and be racist. I love black women. Let if they're doing all that, if you want to wear nails. box braids and you want to uh, you want to celebrate the black you community, wear, you, can you can wear the fuck you want. Pause, I don't why like that shit. Why does the hairstyle in, in, insult people? Because we it got should. because growing up in school. We got made fun of for that shit. Like, we, we got made fun of for having box yeah. braids but and long nails no, 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 no. and we big got, ass. I, I didn't know you in, in, in school. So why are you getting mad at me? Because it's like. That's your school. Because it's like, now it's like, why is it just a hairstyle? Because now it's like, why? It's just a hairstyle. I know that's our culture and we got made fun of for our culture. And now y'all want to hop on the train and y'all want to get box braids and y'all want to get y'all nails done long and y'all want fat asses and y'all want to fuck niggas. And we've literally had to pass laws to prevent discrimination based <laughs> off of our on? hair. It's called the Crown Act. It's been passed in numerous states across the United States because we've been discriminated. I mean, against. It's, I mean, technically, it's the highest form of flattery. They want to be us, but they, they want to be us, but they can't. Everybody want to be a nigga till it's time to be a fucking nigga. Yeah, like y'all can go home at the end of the day. You know what? Yeah, you, you, know, you said the way you said that. I like low key hype as shit. 
You know my you know my white you know my white professor said to me my sophomore year of college and undergrad. Oh, what did he say? During our essays, it was a woman. She's a blonde woman. I wrote an essay about discrimination, all right, and being racially profiled. This bitch looked at me in my face. She said, "Brandy, I can totally relate to you." I said, "How, white bitch? How can you relate to me?" She said, "Because I have blonde hair." And all my life, I had to grow up and prove to people that I wasn't stupid, so I can relate to being discriminated against. I said, "Bitch, you could dye your fucking hair." Uh, yeah. So could oh, you. Period. I mean, well, well she's I mean, talking about my skin tone. I've been, I've been racially profiled because I mean, my skin tone. I mean, I mean, this is this is similar. I didn't say but, bitch, but, obviously, no, 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 but no, 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 I said you could dye your hair. Hold on, let's yes. circle it back. So basically, hold this on, comes. Wait, Chaz started to respond first. Go, Chaz. And then we'll go back. Bro, he's trolling. But anyway, continue. Well, no, Chaz is trolling. trolling. I'm saying, why is it such a big deal when it, with a, a, a black, a young black woman with her hair compared to a young white woman with her blonde hair? But no, she wasn't woman. talking about my hair. I wrote an essay about being racially profiled for being she black. she related to her. She said she related to me because her hair was blonde. You can change your skin tone. Okay, but I'm not going to fucking do that. Okay. okay. deal with all the racism that comes with it. What the yeah. fuck? Okay, so let me look, hold on, hold on. Okay, see, this is this, this is this is this is, this is what you, this is what you get for giving him the floor. Anyway, as I was saying, so this is this is the closest thing that we can compare this to is when gay people try to say it's like being black. No, you can hide that you're gay. You white, don't have to. White gay men can. Hide well, white gay men, but the thing is, truthfully, like if we want to really even go back to it, like that's the whole problem that even Dave Chappelle even had with, but they made it all about the trans people. But it really was about white, white, white gay men. Anyway, those people. Generally, we'll try to say, "Oh, it's just like being black." I understand what you know what you they brothers have been through. It's like, no, you don't. You can don't. hide if you're gay. To be black in America is crazy. Mm. To be black and gay in America, oh, you're just a fucking anomaly. We about to shoot you on the fucking street. That intersectionality be fucking people up and every time. And it's the fact that as a white gay man, you can hide. Like nobody's gonna be like gay. You're still white at the end of the day. No matter if you're gay or you're straight, you're still white. You're going to have privilege there. Black men do not have that fucking luxury. Black women do not have that fucking luxury because at the end of the day, we're still black. And this is how America looks at us. Yeah, white uh, white gay men actually have a lot of power. In they do have Hollywood. a lot of power. Like, it's ridiculous the amount of power that they have in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nothing against gay people, but it's like you have to acknowledge your privilege when your privilege is there. Yes, you are gay, but you are at the end of the day, you still are white. So you have privilege. Nobody is about to deny you of your fucking privilege. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I could walk up and be like, white man. And so you'd be like, no, nah, I'm gay. Okay, but still, white man. Exactly. <laughs> Privileges that I don't have and that you don't have because we're black people. The thing is, though, I, I do want to push back a little bit. Only the reason I want to push back is just because I want to open up the dialogue because it is interesting. Because I have had a conversation because I like, have a good friend who's conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth is... White or black? He's white. Okay. Um, but both of me... But I would say me and him are probably more in the middle. He just leans more uh, conservative. I lean more liberal. Mm-hmm. So when we have our conversations and different things, there are there is a moment where he feels... And this is this is basically the main problem with most Republicans. A lot of them are smug when they have information and they just kind of run into the face and they don't they don't take into consideration that there are other other uh, that like statistics don't tell the whole story. There's always different things as to why the statistics are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them will just look at the base thing and then they'll just be like, hey, we have data and they'll get smug about it because they're just like, oh, well, we have all the facts and you're just being emotional. But it's like, no, the truth is we're looking at the entire picture. We're looking at the stat statistics. And we're looking at the uh, actual individual, um, the individual reasons as to why that they got like you know systematic oppression has led to where now you know black people have a higher rate of crime. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because just of what it was. 
But basically, all I'm trying to say is like, if she's trying to relate to you, she's just basically trying to say, I can I can at least empathize with you. And she's trying to do that. And I think that with a lot of people, sometimes people don't like, I don't know, sometimes people want to just have it because it's their own and someone can't truly experience it. But I can it's understand. It's how they portray wants- their empathy. Like you can you can say that you understand my plight. No, no, not even understand. You can say you empathize, or you can say that you know that I'm not treating being being treated fairly as a black woman, or somebody can say they know that you're not being treated treated fairly as a black man. But why we gotta get box braids? I'm I'm not sure, but 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 but, but see that's well, that's gotta get box braids and but, be like. But that's a little bit of but say and I'm discriminated against like because I'm blonde. I don't judge black. First of all, protect weird black boys. You should have that rite of passage to express yourself but freely. But. Um, Okay. She cannot go, say that we... she has the same story as me because she's blonde. There's before, just, okay, so you're before... a, she was a blonde-eyed, blue, blonde-haired, blue-eyed white woman. You had an amazing fucking life. Okay, so so this uh, that's okay. That's let's write that off. Like you're that's not what she was. you're literally anyway. the like not the and I say and I say perfect desirable. loosely, but you're like the perfect makeup of you're a woman. Like, race, you're, you're the like. Aryan race. Like you're a blonde-haired, blue-eyed. White woman, like you don't have a hard life. Oh, the blonde jokes come here and every now and then. You could fucking dye your hair orange, fucking brown, fucking black, fucking whatever. I can't take my goddamn skin off. Even if I bleach it, I'm still a fucking nigga. You hear this voice? Absolutely. (laughs) But this is you can speak proper. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, but this is but this is where this is where I'm just trying to make the point of. The whole point is with when it comes to situations like that. She's trying to relate to you. Now, how she says it generally is what people take uh, disagreement with. The truth is, if she would have said, I can never understand what it's like to be a black woman in America. Sorry you go through that. I'm sorry that you go through that. But as a woman and being blonde, I have been discriminated against and men have looked at me in a certain way because I am blonde. They think I'm stupid and I'm actually very intelligent. So I understand in a situation, I can't understand what it's like being black, but I can understand when people underestimate you or assume you're a certain type of way. See, that's what I would have to disagree with. I feel like you should just leave it as at like, I can't understand what you go through as a black woman. Or I'm sorry you went through that. That's it. We're not about to play the struggle Olympics. Yeah, no, we don't. You cannot, do that. don't even compare. Just say, you sorry what I go through. Because you may. Be an ally, mm-hmm. but don't tell me that I've experienced the same thing because you have not. Blonde jokes are blonde jokes. Like, nobody has ever pulled you over for being blonde. Nobody fucking shot you for being blonde. Nobody denied you access with certain opportunities for being blonde. You're just a blonde bitch. And at the end of the day, welcome to Friendsgiving, motherfuckers. And we're sipping my scalp, you know? This is Friendsgiving Part 1. Um. Friendsgiving Part 1. <laughs> yeah. Casey, take this episode. We're going to request that you provide a confession. Because that's, you know, we're kitty confessions. It could be uh, about anything. It doesn't have to be about anything sexual. It could be about anything that you have. Anything to talk about. I don't know. You have me look it up. I don't know what I would confess. Uh, Some weird shit you've done. Weird shit? <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> what the that's fuck are you, you drinking? <laughs> um, confession. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be sexual. It could be something juicy that is like, maybe I shouldn't have told anybody this, but here we are now confessing our sins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is, cause like I'm just trying to think like what would have, what is what is something that I don't want to confess to anybody like. Did you finger your butthole in the shower? There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Would Would you you finger your butthole? No, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I don't know why y'all keep trying to put that on me. This is is something that Chaz obviously does in his spare time. Because he keeps saying it. 
He likes to make a lot of gay sexual jokes. He must. He must have. You a like to put a thumb in the butt. What? Are we talking to Chaz? Because me, We're no. Talking to you. You don't no, like to I, No, I have no desire. There's nothing, like, interesting about that. The back um, door. Like, put a thumb in the butt like a bowling ball. <laughs> Pull it out and taste it. Anyway, friends. <laughs> we thank you for coming on this amazing and chaotic ride for this episode of Kitty Confessions. <laughs> friends, welcome to Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. This is what Say it. Say welcome to Friendsgiving, motherfuckers. Welcome to Friendsgiving, motherfuckers. Welcome to Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. That's how you're supposed to say Welcome to Death Row Records. And we're happy you listened to this chaotic episode. Westside. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, no, he meant that shit from his soul. (laughs) Repping the 419, line with a bean. Follow me, all my friends and family. You can hit us up at Kitty Confessions Pod on Instagram and Kitty Confess Pod on Twitter. My Instagram is going to be Chelsea.Alice, S-C-H-E-L-S-E-A dot A-L-I-E-C-E. And then my Finsta is going to be B-I-T-E-M-E-S-O-F-T-L-Y-X-X. I may or may not accept your follow. Let's just see. And then you can also follow me on Twitter under that same handle. Brandy? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at B-Latrell. That's B-E-E-L-A-T-R-E-L-L-L-L. That's four L's at the end. Or you can request to follow me on the lit side. That's B-The-Rag-Girl. That's B-E-E-T-H-E. R A D G I R L. Y'all have a great a great holiday season. <laughs> Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Nasty fucks. <laughs>